exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studios in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowler's Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show was regularly scheduled at the same time each week. The late Kegel owner, the great John Davis, told Len Nicholson to start this program because, quote, people need to know what you know, end quote. This PBA and bowling writer Hall of Famer has now recorded over 1,200 shows and has featured over 425 guests since 2002. 20 years plus of bowling knowledge, story sharing, and true expertise. Phantom, we need to know what you know. So Phantom fans, here's your host, Len Nicholson, The Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. Well, Phantom fans, for those of you who follow our show, you know that Kegel founder John Davis wanted to pass along as much bowling knowledge as possible. He insisted that we start a podcast and interview a variety of people in the bowling community. Well, we started this in 2002 and have now completed over 1,220 shows. And we've had over 400 different guests. And this week is another newcomer. And my friend and sponsor, Dave Kowalski, wanted us to know about our guest as a fellow podcaster who has a passion for a great sport. So, Phantom fans, here is Chase Kaufman. Hello, Chase, and welcome to our show, and thanks for being here. Absolutely, Alan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. I know uh, there's uh, not a lot of uh, bowling podcasts and shows around the uh, U.S., but it's nice when you get a chance to talk to uh, different ones. So thanks for letting me on. Well, I hope to have you on more often because you also pass along information and knowledge, especially through the college and everything that you work with. But we're going to get that to a, get more to that in a minute or two. But our listeners. I want to get to know you a little bit better because I've advertised that you're going to be on our show. So if you don't mind, you know, basically, can you tell us how you got started in bowling and how you got to where you are now? Sure. I mean, I feel like I got started the way most bowlers kind of do, as long as their grandparents bowl and then their parents bowl and they pass it on to them. Uh, My grandpa, as well as, you know, a lot of other grandparents worked at GM in the factories here in Michigan uh, so he bowled league, of course. He passed it down to my dad. My dad passed it down to me. So I've been bowling since I can remember. Uh, I bowled in high school, went to Lawrence Tech to bowl collegiately for four years. Uh, we made the national championship on, in 2019. Um, and since then, I've, I mean, that bowling's pretty much been my whole life, bowling for the last 20 years. Um, and now, as you kind of mentioned, I have my own uh, channel on YouTube. Uh, we call it Great Lanes Bowling News, kind of a play on words there with the Great Lakes. And pretty much what I go over is just youth bowling in general, mostly in Michigan, but also in their surrounding states uh, throughout the year. So it doesn't just have to be with, 
you know, junior gold, team USA trials, but we really focus on the high school game a lot as well. So that's been really fun to go through uh, this past couple of years, really focusing on youth bowling and what I grew up doing and kind of giving back to the sport of youth bowling. Well, that's pretty good. That's very well consistent because you had a whole lot of years there. How old are you now, Chase? I just turned 25 a few months ago. <laughs> you fit in a lot in 25 years. And, uh, <laughs> you know, basically with all your bowling background, did you ever have any kind of a want or need to go pro? Um, you know, maybe when I was younger, you know, when you're, you know, 10, 11, 12, you're like, man, it'd be kind of cool to go pro. And then I kind of started to get into this field. And luckily when I went to Lawrence Tech, I was blessed to have the opportunity to not only bowl in college, but also go towards the major that I really wanted to go to, which is media communication. So I think once I got to college, as much fun as I did have bowling, it kind of slowed down. Like, yeah, maybe I don't want to go pro just because I loved the background and the behind the scenes of bowling so much that it was kind of like, you know, I think that's kind of more towards my calling, you know, maybe there's still time, you know, I say I'm only 25, like you said, maybe I'll try a regional out here. Uh, but right now I'm really loving what I'm doing. I don't know if there would uh, be a time where I'd try to go pro, but maybe a tournament here or there. Well, you said the word yourself and I said it earlier, you got the passion for it. Uh, I know that for a fact because I've already checked out a few of your podcasts, and I know they're short and sweet, but I'll tell you what, some of these people that have them for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours long, you kind of lose interest. And, you know, once you see it's going to be an hour and a half, sometimes you don't even want to listen because you don't want to get started because we're all so busy nowadays. But, you know, your podcast is cool. Uh, why don't you take a moment or two to tell our listeners how to get to your podcast? Yeah, so right now we're on YouTube. It's Great Lanes Bowling News. That's great, G-R-E-A-T, and then Lanes, L-A-N-E-S, Bowling News. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we usually put out a video right now every couple of weeks. Uh, during the high school season, we'll throw a video out there every two weeks, plus uh, a little bit of an extra video if we find something that we really need to talk about. Um, and right now we're actually uh, – doing a giveaway if we get to 500 subscribers we're going to be giving away a bowling ball so definitely go on there and check that out you can subscribe at great lanes bowling news uh, we're on youtube right now and all our videos are typically about 10 to 15 minutes so uh, plenty of time for you to get to listen right on your way to work or just whenever you're about to go to sleep anything like that now is this basically just local high school and college junior kind of bowling or do you go nationally sometimes yeah, depending on the tournament, we'll go nationally. Right now, since we're in the middle of the high school season, a lot of it is just based on uh, Michigan high school tournaments. Uh, but once we get into the off-season for high school bowling, we typically do a lot of work with uh, Michigan Junior Masters Association, a youth tournament uh, association here in Michigan. We do stuff with JTBA, which is the same thing, but in Ohio. And we also focus on uh, Michigan representatives in junior gold, as well as Team USA trials, which just recently wrapped up. Well, your friend and mine, Dave Kowalski, uh, he wanted me to definitely get a hold of you because we're going to be starting a junior bowling club uh, out here, Phantom Radio. We want to, you know, obviously get a, a, a larger listenership, and we're going to want to have more youth involved. There's too much information to go on out there in this bowling world, and people like you and myself and a few others are passing along information and knowledge 
And I'll tell you what, the kids gobble it up. You can't believe it. Uh, in fact, I've got several juniors that listen to my show every week, and they send constant uh, emails and, and messages, text messages, you know, keep it up, interview this guy, I need more tips, you know, blah, blah, blah. So for the last few years, we've polled our listeners, and I'm sure you do too, to see what their favorite tips are, and that's what they want. They want to know information about especially instruction. They, they want our pros to tell them a tip or two. Then they also like stories. Uh, people seem to like stories. And I was involved in the tour for well over 20 years, and I know all the pros, and I've got a whole bunch of stories, some I can even tell on, on the radio. But uh, <laughs> we're going to stay in touch with you because, as Dave said, he says, you're the man to talk to, especially in that area where you are, because you do have the passion. And also, he's an honest guy. I don't know how well you know Dave, but he says, well, once you hear him, you're going to know he's got a much better voice than you. <laughs> and so <laughs> he was right, that rotten egg. Where till I get a hold of him? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I know you were kind of talking about uh, things that kids want, and that's kind of important for us, too, and what, something else we've actually kind of gone over on our channel other than talking to a few pros. We've talked to uh, some Michigan locals, Andrew Anderson, Tom Smallwood. Uh, we also talked to a lot of collegiate coaches since we really focused on the high school aspect of uh, kids who want to go and bowl collegiately. So we've interviewed, I think, probably about somewhere between five and ten collegiate coaches about kind of what their program offers as well as things that youth bowlers need to know about the collegiate game because the collegiate game is really it's not for everybody you know it if people want to go pro they can if they want to bowl collegiately they can but there's some vast differences between the two not only in uh the lane play itself but behind the scenes as well you know with kids obviously school is going to come first for a lot of these kids and i think that's the important thing for a lot of kids to know so it's really nice to be able to get the bowling coaches into there to really double down on that fact that, you know, school does come first when it comes to collegiate bowling, but it is also a great way for you to meet people and for you to further your career if you do want to go pro. Yeah, and, you know, there's a big difference between casual bowling, recreational bowling, you know, even uh, from that to college bowling, they're a lot more serious than just the regular junior leagues and stuff like that, but it's mm -hmm. not even close to being on the level of the pro tour, so... There's a huge gap there. It's kind of like high school, then junior college, as far as mm -hmm. football goes, and then as far as going to a Big Ten school. So yeah. there's a lot to it. It's uh, it's very complex. But I'll tell you what, as I mentioned, Dave wants us to, to stay real close to you and have you on every now and then and uh, pass along this knowledge and information that these kids like. And I've been involved in a, a few, if not several, college tournaments. And I'm really liking what I see because the kids nowadays don't want a normal house condition block. They want to work. Mm -hmm. They want to learn how to play. And they've always insisted when I've been involved to make the lanes a little bit tough. We don't want them easy. You know, we know a 300 game is nice, but sometimes these 900 series are laughed at. We don't want to be laughed at. So I'm wondering if you get the same feel back there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I was in college, it was from 2016 to 2020. And, we, you know, when you're in high school, you pretty much bowl in house shot quite often. 
Um, but then you get to college and you realize like, you know, I don't really want to average 270 while everybody else is also averaging 250, 260. I'd rather <laughs> I have to work at it for the eight hour days that I'm there. And yet it's definitely it. The one quote that I remember one of my good friends uh, back in 2015 or so uh, mentioned to me, it's like, I like house or sport shots because you know, when you're going to strike house shots, it just seems like you're going to throw the ball and you're just going to hope you get lucky at this point, but sports shots, you know, when you're throwing a good shot. And that's kind of what I always remember too. When you're on a sport shot, you kind of know when you're throwing a good shot and when you're throwing a bad shot It nothing typically ever jumps out at you as being like, Oh, I didn't see that coming because it just seems to be a little bit more consistent with how the lanes are oiled on a sport shot. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm so proud of Dave and that group up there. Um, a lot of times I close my show by saying there's 7,000 junior bowlers up in that area up there in Michigan. I wish we had that across the country like we used to have, but it's fallen off a little bit, and we're hoping that we can make it a comeback. And uh, let me ask you this one question while we're talking about that. Uh, why sure. did your coaches association – uh, want to start the GLBN? So it was uh, funny because I had Robert Tubbs call me. He's the uh, president of the Michigan Jun Michigan High School Intercollegiate Bowling Association, something there. Uh, and he called me on a whim one day, and he was like, hey, I have this idea of doing this channel for bowling that really no other sport is doing in the state of Michigan right now. And in, in reality, and we've heard it a ton of times, it's to grow the sport. You know, bowling obviously isn't where a lot of bowling fans want it to be right now. It was just an idea to start from the ground and try to work our way up to something to where bowling just gets a little bit more face time than a lot of the other sports, because obviously football, baseball, basketball is going to get the face time. And rightfully so, you know, that's what people like to watch. So, but I think what our plan was to really highlight these amazing athletes we have in the state of Michigan to give them some credit as well and really kind of just start to grow the sport because obviously there's not a ton of, polling coverage out there but if we can start on the ground level then possibly you know someone from a local news station will start picking up a little bit more often and then when a local news station starts picking up more often then maybe you know a regional news station starts picking up a little bit more and i think that's kind of what our plan was we know this isn't going to grow to you know a million subscribers on youtube but as long as we can kind of chip into some of these youth bowlers as well as the sport in general i think we're doing a pretty solid job yeah, especially with the the coaching systems that you guys have up there, from what I understand, uh, it's top of the line. And, you know, I, I need to interject something here because it's a little bit of bad news, but I hate to pass along bad news on a positive interview like this because uh, you're right at the top of the class as far as interviewers that I know. And I'm really proud of the job you do. And based on what Dave told me, uh, we lost a fellow coach just the night before last, one of the top coaches in the world. Uh, he was a former PBA pro. His name is Randy Stoughton. He worked at Cagle Company, where I work. And uh, we've lost him. It's going to be a, a sad day uh, for bowling. But he has taught so many people so many great things. He's drilled over 100,000 bowling balls. And God bless Randy Stoughton. He'll be missed. But anyway, I want to dedicate the show to Randy uh, because I want this to be a, a earmark show so people can tune into that. This is the one we dedicated the show to Randy. But uh, question for you again, my friend, uh, where do you see the sport going in the future? Well, that, that's a loaded question right there. 
I don't know. That's a really tough question because I think there's so many ways you can take it. And it's kind of dependent on where people want it to go. You know what I mean? I, so, I mean, a year ago or so, I was talking to my dad and I said, you know what bowling needs is they just really need a huge sponsor to put the money back into the sport of bowling because obviously uh, the money just isn't where it used to be in the PBA, but I mean, it's still there. But right now at this rate, I think we're starting to see an increase in prize funds just by a little, even if it is just by a little bit. So I think we're on the right track right now, but I still think it needs a little bit more coverage overall from, you know, some, I guess, I don't want to say the higher ups in the world, but from the people who just are a little bit more famous than, you know, your local bowlers. Um, So I think we're on the right track right now. Obviously it's going to take a little while to, get to back to where it was in the, you know, seventies and eighties, but I think we're back on the right track because I don't know how far we had gotten down, but I think from where we were, I think the only place really to go is up right now. So I think we're on the right track, but it's going to take a lot of work. Well, you hit the the nail right on the head when you said the money, everything goes to the money and Mm -hmm. it's obvious what happened to the PBA when they went down a drain is when they lost ABC TV and mm-hmm. then it went to cable, cable, and there's not as near as many viewership as there is on cable. So the the sponsorship fees are a lot less. And so if the sponsorships are a lot less, obviously they're not going to be balling for as much money. So you're right. We do need somebody famous. Uh, we're knocking on a door with guys like Mookie Betts and that that are coming along, yep. and and they've tried that new deal with the uh, pro pro golfers, pro basketball players, pro ball players, and all that, uh, bowling with the pros on different shows, uh, that brings a little added excitement. So, yeah, we need somebody, we need a marketing guy that's a genius uh, like we had with Eddie Elias when he formed the PBA. Uh, at one point in time, we had 16 winter, winter shows, all by 16 different manufacturers not involved in bowling like True Value and Firestone and Lincoln Mercury and, and all that. Mm-hmm. And we need to get that back so we get more viewership to get it, you know, like it used to be. We used to have 10 yep. million league bowlers. Now we got a million. So that shows there's been a decline. But did you have something to say about that? No, I mean, but actually what you just said, there has been a decline. And I think that's kind of what we saw here in Michigan as well, back uh, in the Great Recession, the 08-09 era. We had a lot of uh, – car uh, factories closed down at that time. And I think that's where a lot of our league bowlers uh, kind of were. I mean, if you worked at GM back in the day, you were on a bowling team. You bowled after, uh, you know, your Tuesday night shift, or maybe you bowled in the Tuesday morning shift after working third shift. And after the factories kind of closed down in 08, 09, the late 2000s, uh, we saw a huge decline in bowling alleys here in the state of Michigan. So obviously it's kind of a, you know, it goes right hand in hand with the economy, honestly, is when the economy's better, it seems like bowling alleys are better. But when the economy slows down, bowling alleys always seem to be the first to kind of uh, emulate what the economy is doing. So back in 08-09, when the recession hit, we saw, you know, two or three bowling alleys closed down right here in Genesee County, where uh, Flint is about an hour north of Detroit. And you kind of just saw that absolutely kill the entire bowling world. There's not as many youth bowlers because their parents don't bowl. Uh, the Saturday morning leagues have come and gone. 
Uh, so it's just kind of tough to see when, you know, the bowling world doesn't really have an option to do anything about the economy, but it goes right where the economy's headed at times. For sure. And shows like gears, my friend, keep the game, you know, in the, in the limelight a little bit. Uh, yep. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Grow the sport. It's hard to do, but we need more people like you. In fact, a couple of people say to me, how come you have other people on that have podcasts? I just, I'm not trying to get rich with this. I'm trying to help grow <laughs> the sport. And the more Absolutely. people that are talking about it, uh, the more, be the better off we're going to be. But, you know, we could talk about this for hours, and I do want to talk to you a lot more, but I can see by the old clock on the wall, we're running a little bit short on time. But uh, before we close, Chase, uh, give us uh, your podcast address again so our listeners can go listen and see what you got to say. Sure, you can go to Great Lanes Bowling News on YouTube. That's G R E A T space L-A-N-E-S, Bowling News. That's on YouTube. We put out a show every couple of weeks. Uh, we always do an interview each week. You're going to be on with us, which we're very excited about to talk about your podcast as well, Share the Wealth. Um, and we usually bring in a college coach. We'll bring in a pro. Uh, we'll contact uh, some of those guys. We'll go over some high school tournament results. We'll go over high school tournament schedules, as well as youth tournaments in the state of Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, anywhere around the Great Lakes as well as some of the bigger youth national tournaments. So give it a look up at Great Lanes Bowling News, and we are on YouTube. Fantastic. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, catching all your shows. And one thing I wanted to ask you, when did you start this? We started this. So uh, Robert came to me in April of 2021, and we did our first show over the Dream Team in the state of Michigan, which is the top senior bowlers in the state of Michigan over there four years of high school bowling. Uh, then we put out our first show in October of 21, and we've been doing one every couple of weeks or so since then. So it's been about a year and a half now. Fantastic. Well, Dave uh, speaks highly of you, and he was definitely correct. And uh, I appreciate him telling me how to get a hold of you, and I appreciate you being on our show. But the old clock on the wall says we're out of time, and we look forward to talking to all of you again next week. We'll have another great guest to talk to, and I want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Roller, along with Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan, who was recently inducted into the Coaches Hall of Fame. So before we close, how about a last word, Chase? Anything you want to say? Yeah, I think, you know, what we, we were talking about pretty much the whole show. Bowling obviously not in the place a lot of people want it to be, and I don't think there's a quick fix. I think it's just starting from the ground up again, building the house the way it is, set the foundation, and then, you know, then you can put up your pretty trim in the doors, and then we can really get to the point where we were back, you know, 40, 50 years ago. But I think we got to start on the ground floor somewhere. And, uh, you know, listen to your local bowling podcast. Watch those other channels on YouTube. I know there's a ton of them going on right now, and a lot of them are getting a lot of views. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, and hopefully it's going to work, and we're going to get back to the point where we were. Well said, my friend. I'm looking forward to talking to you a lot more in the future, and you keep up the good work. So for Phantom Radio, this is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled and you need some loving care And nothing, oh, nothing is going right 
Close your eyes and think of me. And soon I.